0: Welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachecai. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real-life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie-cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts, so you too can reach your goals using food, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Welcome back to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, you guys. I have a really exciting interactive podcast episode for you today. So if you are not driving, if you are not preoccupied, I highly recommend keeping a pen and paper or the notes app on your phone handy because I'm gonna ask you to do a little bit of self-reflection. You're gonna get the most out of this podcast episode if you're able to do that. Of course, if you are driving or vacuuming or walking the dog, You can still pause the episode when I ask the prompts and get a lot out of the information shared today. But I just wanna emphasize, no matter how you choose to self-reflect, you will walk away from this episode with some food for thought on how to improve your consistency, your adherence to living a healthy lifestyle, if you're able to tap into your own psyche and self-reflect. If you want to be successful with your healthy goals for the long haul, I'm telling you, you have to get to know yourself on a deeper level. And what do I mean by this? Where did this inspiration come from? Well, I see people come in all the time telling me that they attempted or are attempting to duplicate the approach of some fitness influencer online or some quote unquote nutrition coach. And they mimic the entire process, but still wonder why they cannot follow through. And there could be a multitude of reasons for this. I mean, commonly, they're attempting to follow an overly restrictive approach and they just can't sustain it. This influencer may be stretching the truth on what they're actually eating and how they're actually exercising. And when the average person tries to follow these beautifully marketed diets, they feel like a failure when they can't follow through. They may be able to under eat for days or weeks, but eventually when they just can't sustain it, they'll hit a wall and say, screw this, I can't do it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want and the cycle continues. So that's a very common pattern. You have to be very conscious of your own caloric and nutrition needs to be able to follow any kind of meal plan. So if you just jump into something blind, uh, you could be wasting your time and doing some uh, metabolic damage. I don't know if that's the right word. I hate to say you would damage your metabolism, but your metabolism is not going to be happy with you and you would have to do a little bit of uh, cleaning up, reverse dieting there, depending on the length and frequency in which you you know, overly restrict your food. But then what if the approach to eating that you are following is really balanced and it actually is healthy and you feel pretty good doing it, but then for some reason mentally it just doesn't stick? I've heard this from clients before. They're like, I like eating this way. I just don't really care. Like I'm I'm not motivated. I've lost sight with my initial why. The initial why meaning why did I even start this to begin with? And so today's podcast is going to give you some really interesting insight on how to stay connected with your why, and see your goals through, assuming you are on a healthy, balanced eating plan. But first, I would love to take the next minute or so to tell you guys about a personal project that I'm working on that I really want to put out there in the world to help people who maybe don't have access to a dietitian, who don't even really know where to begin with the self-exploration of how to change their life. They just keep going from diet to diet and they don't even realize that there's a whole emotional and psychological and behavioral component to healthy living. There is an amazing psychotherapist named Esther Perel. If you haven't heard of her, I highly recommend you go look her up. And she's got a podcast got two podcasts one called where should we begin and the other one called how's work and all of her therapy is based around relationships so not just romantic relationships though the podcast where should we begin is solely focused on romantic relationships maybe a few platonic friendships and how's work is based on relationships between people and business and her podcast is really incredible because she records one-time sessions with real people. She keeps their identity anonymous and she just works with them. And you as a listener gets to sit in on a real-time therapy session. I thought that was amazing. I love the podcast. It's very interesting. I always walk away with something to think about. And I was thinking, why shouldn't I do that with what I do? A lot of people don't realize that working with a dietitian is more than just eat this, not that, uh, restrict this food and eat more of this food. It's way more than that. It's a conversation, it is self exploration, it is becoming really in tune with oneself, one's habits. All these really amazing insights come up in sessions. Like, I, I mean, that's why I love my job because we get to talk about way more than just macronutrients or the vitamin contents in certain foods. And I would love to create a podcast where I record one-time sessions with new clients. So this would include one initial session and maybe one or two follow-ups depending on what that person needed. However, in our current practice, we, require that all of our new clients sign a registration and consent form that includes a HIPAA contract. Nothing that we talk about in our current sessions are ever shared in actual real life, right? People are protected, their identities are protected, their personal information is protected. We may get on the podcast and share stories, but we would never ever use somebody's name or anything that would identify them or make them stick out. And I want to honor that. And I don't want to tap into our current client pool and ask them to allow me to record our sessions. just doesn't sit right with me. I don't think it's fair. So I'm coming on the podcast to offer listeners who want to work with a dietitian and who would not mind and who would sign to agree to allow me to record our session and use the audio for a podcast. This audio would be uh, minimally edited. I might chop some things out if it was too long or wordy just to make it easier for listeners. And I may pause the session to get on and make comments so that the listeners can understand where my mindset is coming from if it's not clear. This would, I would treat anybody who comes on the podcast like a real client. So you would still get the coaching and support from me. Uh, You would be able to reach out to me in between sessions. I wouldn't treat you any differently. The only thing would be our sessions would be recorded and the paperwork you sign would look different. To entice people to want to work with a dietitian and let her record it, I would be offering a discounted price. So if you are interested in this, First, I'd recommend going to the Nutrition Awareness podcast, Uh, I'm sorry, the Nutrition Awareness business page and just looking through what coaching looks like to get a good understanding of what you would get out of a session with me and you would be working with me. I'd be the one recording it. You can look at our prices and get an understanding of our entire approach. And then I'd encourage you to shoot me an email at kate, K-A-I-T, at OrlandoDietician.com. I'm going to link that in the show notes make sure you look at the spelling in the show notes. Uh, Kate spelled funny and dietitian is commonly misspelled. And just let me know that you're interested and we can talk back and forth. We can talk about pricing. We can talk about the process, but really whatever your goals are, uh, you can let me know. And we would talk about if that would fit for the podcast. So if you are open to this idea, if this excites you, if you're not afraid to get on a podcast and talk openly about your struggles with food and diet, I would still protect your identity. You would not use your name. We would not use any uh, personal information. Nobody would ever have to know you were on the podcast. It would not be video recorded. So I would not you know, ask to show your face. It would just be strictly audio. And I would package that up into a podcast Uh, launching sometime in 2023. So again, reach out to me, Kate at Orlando Dietitian, if this is something that you wanna try out. Let's talk about today's podcast topic. We're getting right back into it. One of my favorite professional challenges is helping people unlock parts of their psyche and leveraging their personality strengths and quirks to get to their goals faster. This is the individual approach we take at Nutrition Awareness. I want to know you and what makes you tick and what works for you, what you've tried. And we want to take those experiences and help you get to your goals faster. And to do this, I ask people a ton of questions when they come in. That's why our first session, we allot an hour, because I want to get to know you. Of course, some of the questions I ask are gonna be expected from your registered dietitian. They're medical related, right? I wanna know what your blood work looks like, uh, what kind of diets you've tried, if you have food allergies or digestive issues, intolerances. Yeah, we get all of that within the first session, but other ones get personal. And no, I'm not going to ask about, you know, your bank account or your dating history, although many of my clients disclose details about their romantic life to me because, believe it or not, relationships and the emotions that come out of relationships tend to overlap with eating behaviors. But I'm not going to directly ask you about that. Instead, I ask questions to better understand how your brain operates. I want to know how you talk to yourself after you eat dessert, or how old you were when you first started thinking you were fat. I want to know who influences your eating choices and why. I want to know what your support system is like at home or at work or among your peer group, what you do on weekends, or if you're as all or nothing with work and finances as you are with food. And one personal question I often ask is, what motivates you? And first, I am not asking what motivated you to come in here and meet with a dietitian, which, yes, I always ask that at the beginning of every session, but if I'm being honest, everyone's answer is usually one or more of the following. They either want to look better by losing weight or gaining muscle, burning fat, toning up. They want to feel better from a mental standpoint or an energy standpoint. They want to get healthy for their self or for loved ones. And I have a lot of women specifically coming in because they want to heal their relationship with their food and body. And this is great, like I I need and I want to know this information because it will steer the direction of your session, right? Somebody who wants to heal their relationship with food is not going to have the same kind of session as somebody who wants to bulk up and gain weight. When I ask this question at the very beginning, I frame it as their vision. I want to know what your vision is for yourself. And your vision is what inspired you to start taking action by coming in the office or to at least think about taking action, right? So if your vision, for example, is to lose weight and your inspiration for this vision was looking at a picture of yourself when you were 10 years younger and 20 pounds lighter. Think of this like a a painting. Right, Picasso painted a painting that was his vision, what inspired his painting was walking through, you know, Italy, and looking at the, the cathedrals, whatever, right, I'm obviously not a history buff, but that's the best analogy I can come up with. So you have your vision, and you have something that inspired you to create this vision for yourself. Now that's all well and good. Uh, you can create a vision board, you can dream up all of these things, but it doesn't mean anything unless you start to take action to make this vision a reality now your your action plan uh, will vary from person to person but for example's sake we'll say that an action plan to achieve the vision of weight loss means replacing sugary coffee drinks with unsweetened ones six days a week not snacking after dinner uh, replacing 70 percent of refined carbohydrates with complex high-fiber options like Sweet potato, quinoa, veggies, these are actionable goals. These are the things that will get you to your vision. And we determine these things within our sessions here at Nutrition Awareness. But depending on your motivation level, your baseline understanding of nutrition, you might be able to identify these things yourself. Now, if the only thing motivating you is what inspired you to even create this vision It's very easy to fall off track or be inconsistent with the action plan after just a few days or weeks. This is because that initial jolt of inspiration you felt when you saw that old picture of yourself eventually wears off. You become disconnected from the vision and then it's easy to go back to your old habits. That is until you feel inspired to try again in the future and then the whole cycle continues. You have this moment where you feel bad about yourself or you really feel inspired by something you saw, you do a bunch of things and then you fall off track. Now if you came into my office and you told me this, you were my client, I'd start by asking you some personal questions so I understand what would motivate you, what would push you to take action every single day even when... You feel disconnected from your inspiration. Even if you think, who cares? I'll never lose this weight. I want to eat the whole cookie cake right now because it will taste good. I want you to become very uh, connected with yourself and figure out what's going to motivate you in that moment to press pause and redirect yourself into making a healthier decision. And to start, I'd ask you a few questions about your current routines and habits. Ones that you feel rock solid and so solid that even if a hurricane came into town, as happens often here in Central Florida, or a global pandemic resurfaced and locked you back in your home, you would still maintain this routine because it is that ingrained in you. Examples I hear when I ask clients this include making a cup of coffee in the morning, uh, checking their stocks, their investment portfolios, walking their dog and yeah a lot of people have exercise routines that they feel rock solid in but it's with food and diet and eating and sleep that they can't remain consistent other routines would be calling their mom in the morning while they get ready for work uh, kissing their spouse goodnight. they might have specific tasks that they follow through with work every single day like checking their emails attending daily meetings contacting clients Habits like swinging through Starbucks every weekday or turning on the nightly news at 6pm. These are routines and habits that feel automatic for people. Even my dog has a routine, right? As soon as I wake up in the morning, he runs over, enthusiastically licks my face until I drag myself out of bed. And the whole time I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth and washing my face, he lays in the exact same spot in my living room, belly on the floor, paws out, looking so pathetic until I'm done. And then as soon as I walk out of the bathroom, he watches me intently as I drink some water. And then we make eye contact. I give him a little chin nod. And he runs over to the door where I keep my leash. We go downstairs. We take the same path every day to get down to the bottom of my apartment. He'll sniff the same bush. He'll walk the same loop around my apartment until he poops in the grass, always by the same exact palm tree in the apartment complex courtyard he does the same routine every single day it is automatic to him he is rock solid in it whether he knows it or not so if you're not driving right now if you can take a second to pause this podcast i want you to write down your daily habits and routines that you feel rock solid in no matter how big or small they are no matter if it's just brushing your teeth at night or if it's a whole little song and dance you do to get ready for your work day write down in your routines Okay, now that you've written down your habits, I want you to explore why you do these every day. What motivates you to run through these routines? My dog, his name is Gritz by the way, his routine is purely instinctual and physiological. Poor guy has to poop and he's a dog, he just does these things, but you're not a dog. What motivates you, what consciously or subconsciously motivates you to do what you do? Do not overcomplicate this. I'll give you an example before you pause and do some deep dives. My client, Jo, she told me that she cleans her kitchen after every meal. By the way, Joe's is not her real name. It's just a, a pseudonym that I'm using. She will start by scrubbing the dishes, loading the dishwasher, wiping the counters, cleaning the sink, and then sweeping the floor. She's got this whole little routine like Cinderella. And when I asked, well, what motivates you to clean the kitchen like this and do such a thorough job after every single dinner? She said, peace. She said, inner peace. She said she cannot relax until everything is in order and spotless because she feels like her inner world is reflected by her outer world. They are one and the same. So if her house is a mess, she can't chill. I, however, I'm the opposite. I can walk away from a messy kitchen and not think twice before plopping on the couch. If I'm like, I'm tired, it can wait. That's a problem for future Kate. I'm stuck on the couch. But what I found motivates me to clean the kitchen and not just walking away from dirty dishes is avoiding the consequences of gnats and odor. So what motivates me is not having to deal with something gross and disgusting Uh, so I suck it up and I clean my kitchen anyway for other people cleaning the kitchen would be maybe to make their partner or their roommates happy Uh, they might value relationships and keeping harmony at home or maybe a kid cleans because he gets an allowance and he's motivated by money or the ability to buy whatever Some people are motivated to scrub their kitchen for the sake of their mental health. And to them, I say I envy you because I'm forking over $135 per hour to talk to my therapist every time I need to vent. I wish I had a free and spotless home um, as an alternative to therapy. So I want you to pause and look your habits and routines, the ones you wrote down, look those over and see if you can identify a pattern in what drives you to get them done. Maybe you go to work to make money, and then you also see that you have a routine of checking your bank account every morning because you want to ensure you still have money, and maybe you brew your coffee at home to save money. Clearly, you're motivated by monetary rewards. So go ahead and pause this podcast right now and look to see if you have any patterns or similarities in the why something motivates you. Okay. If you found any patterns, this is your next step. I'm going to use that same example that I just mentioned with somebody who has a bunch of routines and habits that are all motivated by by money. Your next question is to ask, what does money mean to you? Does money mean stability to pay the bills? Does it mean freedom to shop and go on vacation? So look at your patterns and see what came up for you and what those patterns mean for you. And asking yourself this deeper question will help you identify your values. And this is key guys. Knowing what you value can help you stick to your action plan and achieve your vision. So let me break this down using that money example. If money to you means not having to worry about paying the bills, then perhaps you value safety and security. So if the value is safety, how can we leverage that to motivate you to reach your health and weight loss goals or whatever they might be? Here would be an example of how to create an action plan that is motivated by the need for security, committing to physical activity like jujitsu that teaches you self-defense so that you feel safe in dangerous environments or limiting the risk of diseases by following a Mediterranean diet plan or eating plan. So both of those goals are motivated by safety from a health perspective, from a physical perspective. That's more effective than just saying, I'm gonna work out every single day or I'm gonna eat healthier. There is a clear value that's motivating the action. Or here's another example on the flip side. What if for you, In this example, money means the ability to do and buy whatever you want. That might mean you value freedom or autonomy. So you need to create action plans that keep this uh, value in mind. This could be committing to moving your body any way that you want, however you feel, any time of day, just as long as you get it done. So some people who really value structure and they value predictability, They would prefer a workout plan that is specific to the time, the place, and the type of exercise, where other people feel constrained by that. They've identified that their value is uh, sovereignty and they don't like being tied down by restrictions. So you have to know yourself in order to set goals and motivate yourself to get them done. Let's think about my client, Joe that I just mentioned, the one that valued inner peace. We set up goals for her that preserved the peace so she planned to meal prep on sundays to keep eating choices less stressful during the week it shut up the mental chatter in her brain of what are you going to eat is this good is this bad she made all of those decisions ahead of time and she was motivated to do that because she didn't want to deal with all the decision making and the stress that that caused her throughout the week and we also decided that she was going to wake up 30 minutes before everybody in the house so that she could have a disturbance free Home workout. And even if she didn't want to work out, she'd have 30 minutes to herself in the morning to get her bearings, and she didn't have to worry about kids running everywhere and her husband asking her things or her phone blowing up with work. It was her time to just be alone, and she loved that. So it wasn't hard for her to get up 30 minutes earlier. And then she also decided to pack lunch and eat it outside during work just to prevent the interruption of work calls and emails because for her, she would be at work and she would get so sucked into all of the tasks she had to do that she'd forget to eat and then be stressed out about what to eat and make a poor decision. So creating some peace around eating was very motivating for her. I hope this is making sense. It's taking your values and leveraging them when creating an action plan so that you feel motivated because your values motivate you to do something. Think about it from a relations standpoint. If you value loyalty, you're less likely to cheat on your partner or ditch your friend for somebody else. If you don't value loyalty, well, maybe you wouldn't feel as uh, guilty if you had an affair, right? I know that's a that's a stretch, but that's the angle we're taking here. So here's what you need to do before you pause. First, identify and get clear on that vision. This could be fat loss, getting fit, lowering your cholesterol, or just feeling healthy. Then consider what inspired you. Um, Is it being mobile until you're 90 or looking hot in a crop top, having the energy to wake up every day and, and run your business? It's okay to know what inspires you. Then once you know your inspiration, consider why these outcomes inspire you by listing out your values. So someone who's inspired to look hot in a crop top probably values aesthetics and beauty. No shame. If you want to look hot and that's what really lights your fire, leverage that to create an action plan. So if you value beauty and aesthetics, create an action plan that motivates you to look hot. So maybe you do your hair and makeup for the gym or when you go to the grocery store, you get dressed and look nice. You treat it like an event and take pleasure in looking good. And then once you clock in 15 workouts, buy new workout clothes or tennis shoes to keep you excited so that you have something new and cute to wear to the gym or to wherever you're going. Here are some more common values and examples that I can uh, that you can listen to if you're feeling a little stuck. Otherwise, feel free to pause now, list your own values, and then come back to this if you're if you're curious about some other ideas. So, if you value fun, if you found that a lot of the routines that you have in your life are based around you having fun, uh, this would be the same as mine. So an example would be listening to music or a podcast while meal prepping to motivate you to get it done. So it doesn't seem like such a chore, it seems like something exciting. So maybe you buy an audiobook and you save it specifically for health related tasks. If you value success, productivity or accomplishment or just being the best, let's be honest, there's a lot of people who just wanna be the best. Each day in the morning, take time to write out your action plan over and over again, get repetitive with it. And every single time you cross off a task, once it's complete, uh, reward yourself with a gold star on your calendar. So this would be an example. Let's say that every morning you write down in your to-do list, um, cook breakfast, walk the dog, and get eight hours of sleep. Every single day, after you complete each task, cross it off. If you have all three tasks complete, put a gold star on your calendar, and then set a goal for having at least 25 gold stars each month and then you can take that the next step and reward yourself with something once you get 25 stars. If you value family, encourage your kids to cook with you or plan family bike rides on the weekends. Invite your parents over for healthy home-cooked meals on Sunday night instead of going out for pizza or junk food. If you value friendship, swap happy hour cocktails from bocktails or host things at your house instead of going out where you can have more control over what's being consumed. If you value connection, this is huge for people who work from home. They start to miss out on connection and they turn to food to give them something to do or something to feel. And I know that sounds extreme, but it's true. So join an intramural sports team that gets your body moving or ask a friend and colleague to join a fitness studio with you so you can connect with other people and get your workout in. If you value creativity, uh, explore new recipes and get creative in the kitchen. Even if you don't have the technical skills, you will learn with practice and still be able to tap into that creative side. This is a huge one for me. I love cooking, I love plating foods and posting them. It's a creative outlet for me and that makes me excited to get in the kitchen. So these are just a few examples of values and how you can leverage them to take action, repeated action, every single day. That's the goal of this whole activity because the recipe of achieving your desired vision, making that vision come to life is by putting work into it every single day. Again, using the example of a painting, if you have this vision for a painting in your brain, you have to pick up the paintbrush and take repeated strokes over and over and over and over again. I mean, anybody who's created a vision board or wrote out a little meal plan, you might know this, right? It feels fun and you're really excited, but it's easy to lose sight of why you even created this vision in the first place if nothing is motivating you to take action every day. So by understanding yourself and what you value, that can help you go the long haul. This was a really, um, how do I say this? This podcast is a little bit on next level, right? So there's a lot of things you have to know before you can create the action plan. And that could be as simple as, well, how to eat healthy and which actions are actually gonna help you get to your goal. Because if you wanna build muscle and burn fat, your, your action plan is gonna look very different than somebody who wants to feel a little bit better and they just wanna have more energy. There's gonna be specific things that have to change from plan to plan. And of course, you probably have a different lifestyle than a lot of people. So if you're following somebody online who has a work from home job, they're an influencer, and you're working a nine to five with kids, yeah, your action plan is gonna look way different. So if you need some help achieving your vision, maybe you've got this vision, you feel inspired, but you can't seem to figure out how to stay the course, you're not sure what actions you need to take day after day and how to make them work, I encourage you to work with our one of di- one of our dietitians at Nutrition Awareness. We meet for an hour, either in person if you're local to Orlando or Central Florida, or we meet virtually over Google Meet or phone. In that session, I'll ask you all these personal questions and I'll get to know you and what you're ultimately trying to accomplish. All of our dietitians, we have our own unique approach, but that first session, that first half of that session is gonna be a lot of getting to know you. And then in that session, we create a game plan. You'll walk out of that session with a clear idea of what to change, what to add, what to eat, what to do, and you'll feel motivated and you'll have somebody on your team cheering you on and holding you accountable. That's a big thing, holding you accountable, keeping you motivated and then not being afraid to change things up if you're not getting the results that you want. This happens no matter what. You have a good intention, everything's on paper, it looks like it'll work, and then when real life happens, you've got vacations, you've got trips, you've got work events, you've got kids, you've got sicknesses. You need somebody on your team reminding you to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and get right back on track when things don't go to plan. So, if this is interesting to you, I encourage you to check out our website. I'm going to link it in the show notes nutritionawareness.com. But you can also follow us on Instagram at nutrition.awareness. Uh, all of our dietitians, we now have our own personal Instagram, just because there's four of us and a lot of voices can get uh, a bit crowded. So, you can follow my personal Instagram at KAIT Richardson RD. Or go to nutrition.awareness and you can look through all of our different dietitians and follow us each separately, Allie, Megan, Janalis, and I. I hope this podcast was informative for you. I would love to hear if you went through the entire podcast, went through the exercises, identified your vision, your inspiration, your values, and leveraged your action plan in alignment with those values. Feel free to, to send me what you discovered and I'd love to hear it. All right, guys, catch you on the next one hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.